We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Bud Light, this football season, keep it crisp with Bud Light. Sooner football has been brought to you by OG&E, power at the speed of life, and by State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. Now, this is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Second and 12, takes a deep shot, looking for CD down the far sideline. It is caught! Unbelievable catch! Inside the five-yard line! CD Lamb makes his presence known! And it'll be first and goal at the three! Wow! It is over in Atlanta, and LSU has advanced to the national championship game. Final score, 63-28. to This one really never in doubt. The two teams exchanged touchdowns early. But from midway through the first quarter on, it was all Joe Burrow and LSU, and the Tigers win it comfortably, 63-28. to Denny, what were your general thoughts today? Well, we got off to that bad start. First drive wasn't good, went backwards, took a sack, had a bad punt. LSU goes right down the field, scores on us really quickly. I think they got the ball about the 40, 45-yard line. It's tough to recover from that with an offense as good as LSU was. And, you know, we just didn't have any answers defensively. They didn't do a whole heck of a lot. But because of the edge personnel-wise that they had a wide receiver over our, our defensive backs, you know, we just weren't able to, to overcome it. Couldn't get enough pressure on Burrow. And when we did, he was able to escape it, which, you know, that's the, he's a heck of a player on the Heisman Trophy for a good reason. But he had a great day. Uh, Joe Burrow is, as advertised, outstanding. And, you know, offensively, we just we got behind early. So we had to come out of our game plan. I'm sure Lincoln would have loved to have run the ball a little bit more. Um, 
you know, but it just it, it didn't unfold that way. We had to get out of what we were, we planned on doing is that the game presented itself as a as a, a big lead to LSU early on. And, you know, you're just in reaction mode from that point on. And, and you can't really lean on what got you there is your, your good running game and play action game. So it just the whole thing unf- unfolded poorly. And, uh, it, you know, as we talked earlier, it seems kind of doomed from the beginning whenever we first heard about the possible suspensions and then Turner yells injury. And, you know, I know they had a good, tough preparation for this game and, and felt like they were really prepared. But, you know, a, a lot of those things uh, just were too much to overcome. 63-28, the final. A lot coming up, including a postgame interview with Lincoln Riley as LSU still on the field about to be presented with the Peach Bowl trophy. We'll take a break. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Stop on by your hometown Whataburger and try their one-of-a-kind patty melt with two all-beef patties, grilled onions, Monterey Jack cheese, their famous creamy pepper sauce, all on Texas toast. It's like telling your taste buds how much you love them. Chris Plank and Gabe Eichert have headed back up the tunnel with the Sooners. We'll hear from Lincoln Riley and several of the players, no doubt, coming up soon. Caleb on chase on has been pre- presented with the defensive MVP award. And of course, Joe Burrow has been given the offensive most outstanding player scoring started on the second possession of the game. OU punted then LSU uh, quickly scored a 19 yard touchdown pass from Joe Burrow to Justin Jefferson. Remember, they had the short field after the bad punt seven nothing LSU. The teams then traded punts and OU tied it up on a three yard touchdown run by Kennedy Brooks. After a 51-yard completion to C.D. Lamb, game tied at 7, and it looked like we might have a good one tonight. But LSU took the ball on their next possession. They went 75 yards, took a 14-7 lead on a Joe Burrow pass to Terrace Marshall, and the route was on from there. Sooners punted, LSU scored again. 35-yard touchdown for Burrow to Jefferson, made it 21-7 after 1. Sooners punted again, LSU scored. 42-yard touchdown pass from Burrow to Justin Jefferson. The low light of that drive was the ejection of Brendan Radley-Hiles after a targeting penalty. 28-7, Tigers. On the first play of the next possession, Jalen Hurts threw an interception. Kerry Vincent had it. Tigers took the ball and scored. They overcame 30 yards of penalties on that possession. 30-yard pass from Burrow to Jefferson again. It was 35-7. Sooners scored for the second time in the first half. They went on a long drive on their next possession. Two-yard run by Hertz made it 35-14. But the Tigers weren't done. Two-play, 62-yard touchdown pass from Burrow to Thaddeus Moss made it 42-14. They got the ball back before halftime and scored again. Two-yard pass from Burrow to Marshall. It was 49-14 at the break, and it was all over but the dancing from there. Second half, LSU scored on their opening possession to make it 56-14 on a Joe Burrow touchdown run. Sooners answered back, 12-yard run by Jalen Hurts made it 56-21. Tigers missed a field goal. Sooners scored again. One-yard run by T.J. Pledger made it 56-28. And then LSU finished off the scoring with their backs up, backups in there. Four-yard run by John Emery. And the final, 63-28. Take a look at all the final stats in your postgame audio ahead. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Sooners need 13. They bring a blitz. It's picked up initially. Hurts escapes. Going to throw late. Does come back. Catch caught. CD's got it in the open field. At midfield, caught from behind and tackled. OU's got the first down. And CD has another big play to the LSU 49. 
You're listening to the Bud Light Post Game Show. Saturdays are better with a crisp Bud Light at your tailgate. Keep it crisp, Oklahoma, and please drink responsibly. Thank you, Michael. The postgame ceremony is over. The Tigers being, uh, well, they're headed back to their locker room, and then after that, they're headed to New Orleans. How about playing a national championship game again for LSU in their backyard, Teddy? Yeah, I know what that's like. Uh, I, I didn't mean to bring that up for that reason. I'm just saying. No. What, I, a, what an unbelievably fortunate scenario. It is. It's unreal. Timing was perfect for them. Not envious for whatever team has to go down to New Orleans and play them in their uh, their home state, both the fan bases and the teams. You know, it's they'll have a home field advantage there being uh, on, in their home state on the field, but also uh, around Bourbon Street as well. Yeah, um, we're awaiting. Well, let me see what just arrived here. Um, yeah, we're awaiting still some post game uh, audio. 63-28 Tigers win the Peach Bowl here tonight. But let's start, Teddy, to take a look forward or maybe reflect. Why don't we start there? This is a sour taste. This is There's a lot of people disappointed. I'm sure there's a lot of people angry out there. There's a lot of people in that locker room that are sick to their stomach right now. But uh, when you take a look back at the year that was, what, do you, what pops to mind? I think it was a good season. Um, you know, this team... There, there were times whenever, both with the way they played on the field and the way some of the circumstances across the country were looking, that they may not make it to this thing. Right? They may not make it to a college football playoff, but they stuck it out. They continued to improve, uh, started playing some of their best football towards the end of the year, and uh, found themselves again in the playoff with the the, the top four teams in the country. So. I know it's a disappointment. There's no doubt about it. And a lot of people are going to be asking the question, why can't we get over the hump whenever we get to games like this? And, uh, you know, we'll have a long offseason to, to talk about it. But I, I think all in all, year one for Grinch and company, I think that defense improved. Um, you know, one of the things he talked about from the very beginning is they were thin at safety. Yep. And that came back to, to bite them in the final game as the, as they lost a player to injury. So um, I think that was pretty telling. But I think there's a good foundation built for this this defense. I think they're, the things are looking up, looking in the positive direction. And I think the players believe that too, uh, not just the coaches. You know, offensively, it was – it was a fascinating year, not really knowing what to expect from Jalen Hurts. Is he going to be a runner? Is he going to be a passer? And it, it, it was it was interesting to watch him turn more and more into a runner as the season wore on whenever we probably all thought he would turn more and more into a passer. So that was an interesting evolution for, for Jalen. And, you know, the offensive line was a work in progress throughout the year. And I thought they built and got healthy and, and played some better football down the stretch. I mean, all in all, there's there's a lot of good things from this team, but you know, obviously that doesn't hide the fact that on the biggest stage in the biggest moment in your biggest game, you didn't you didn't play your best football. You you had some losses, some guys that weren't out there. There's no doubt, but you also didn't play your best football. There there was plenty of times out there where our guys didn't make the plays we're used to them making. Think about this question during the break because I I'm trying to think of if I'm a fan right now. What am I asking? Do you feel like that there is still a significant gap 
between Oklahoma and these other national championship caliber teams, Alabama, Clemson, obviously LSU tonight, or was it a personnel issue more than anything tonight? And do you feel like that gap is closing? But I think Sooner fans are wanting to know, is there is there a hope ahead that Oklahoma's going to be able to win one of these things? I mean, I, I'm frustrated. You're frustrated. I think they're listening. So answer that when we come back. 63-28, LSU wins tonight. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. CD, the only wide out. He split out wide right on Stingley. Now he goes in motion. Option right. Hurts fakes the pitch, turns it up, and walks into the end zone. Touchdown. Welcome back to Atlanta 63-28. That's your Pizza Hut delivery of the game. Pizza Hut. Go to Soonersports.com slash Pizza Hut to find out how you can win free pizza. This one's over, and now all the attention turns to the desert where Clemson and Ohio State will play for the right to meet LSU in the national championship game on January 13th. I very clumsily asked you a question before the break, uh, and I'm not going to try to do it again because I, I failed the first time. So just hopefully people were listening. Give me your outlook going forward for where the program is right now. Well, I think the program is in a good place. And what you're asking is, where's the, is there separation whenever we get to the college football playoff? And whenever you look at it, Alabama last year, clear separation in talent. Now, we got players that are as good as their best players. Right, and today we've got players that are as good as LSU's best players, but we don't like as you go further down the list. You know they have they have more top talented guys, more NFL caliber guys, and I think that matters. And I think one of the unintended consequences of the college football playoff, well, maybe it was intended, I don't know, but you the rich are getting richer. You see Alabama, Clemson, one and two in recruiting rankings this year. Alabama's there every year. You know, um, Ohio State, Georgia, it's the same teams that are that are really separating themselves on the recruiting trail. Now all the, the top caliber kids are going to go to a place where they think they can go to the college football playoff where, well, there's there's only a handful of places that, that are doing that. So, in Oklahoma, they, they've had good recruiting, but they haven't gotten over to that hump to where they're a top five recruiting class every year. And the teams that are winning these college football playoff games and championships are. Yeah. And over three, four, five, six, seven years, you accumulate a roster that top to bottom, even your backups, the guys that can't get on the field, were recruited as, you know, just top talented guys. And I think there's a clear separation. You know, we've got a lot of really good football players, but, you know, we saw that we weren't able – now, we took a bunch of losses coming into this game, but we, we weren't able to, to handle their best guys with some of our guys that had to come in and fill in, and I do think that there's a, a talent separation there. I do. Um, yet another thing that has gone against us tonight, uh, the Peach Bowl people uh, have taken Lincoln to the press conference first. We're supposed to get him first. Uh, and they took him past Chris Plank to the press mm -hmm. conference. So we're going to get Lincoln after the press conference, which means no audio quite yet. But I promise we've got some players and coach coming up in just a bit. Uh, here's another question to ponder during a commercial break, Teddy. 
I've been a four a four team playoff guy. I like how hard it is to get in. I think that's fun. But I'm starting to wonder because I'm seeing what you're seeing here. Mm-hmm. The rich getting richer. I'm starting to wonder if eight wouldn't be better for college football because of that. Where maybe the more teams appear to be playoff caliber teams and the talent gets dispersed a little bit more. Does that make any no, sense? I, I agree a hundred percent and I, I like eight. I think eight's fine, and people are going to complain about, well, you know, look at the outcome of this game, and this is just four. Imagine if LSU was playing a, you know, the, the eight-seeded team, a, a non-Power 5 team or whoever it is, and I understand that, but I think what else it's done is it's lessened the impact of other bowl games. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it just has. Yeah. So I think if you allow more teams in that – yeah, okay, I'm, I'm not saying that there's eight teams every year that can win a playoff, but the more teams that get a chance and get a seat at the table, I think that helps you spread out some of the talent. Right, and, that's the point right, right there. Waters down a little bit of the, the talent, perhaps. I don't know that. You know, I don't know that you ever get anyone to agree to it. I, I you know, I don't, I don't know. We'll just see how it goes. You, you know, you, you, we've had opportunities. We just haven't gotten over the hump. We had a chance to beat Georgia, go play in a national championship, and maybe won a, uh, yep. a Natty that year. So um, this was a bad day. Um, it's not going to look good. It's going to hurt, and there's going to be some angry Sooner fans yeah. out there, and rightfully so. But um, I do think there's a separation, but I don't think it's impossible for us to win a college football playoff. No, that's game. a good point. Clemson was known for quote-unquote Clemsoning. Right. Always kind of choking at the – biggest point until they didn't and now they're a juggernaut so you just need that one to break through we'll take a break more post game ahead Sooners fall 63 28 in the Peach Bowl this is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College LSU jumped off sides but OU didn't snap it late blitz is on Hurts looking has time and he's got CD wide open 35 to the 40 turns it up he's at midfield high stepping spins away out of a tackle and dives forward to the LSU 47 yard line 63-28, LSU wins the Beach Bowl. Let's go to the locker room. Chris Plank in a a huddle with uh, Creed Humphrey and a bunch of reporters. Toby Creed Humphrey meeting with the media here. Obviously, that was not part of your thoughts. Uh, Yeah, you know, just uh, credit to LSU. You know, they had a good game plan. They executed well, you know. They they did their job better than we did at the end of the day. So that's that's really all I got to say about it. Did they show anything that you guys were – Caught off guard by? No, no, no. We were prepared for everything they did, you know, so, yeah. I know you guys had a next man in mentality all year and, and dealt with that pretty well, but at some point, I'm sure it becomes, you know, awfully difficult. Um, you know, how, how difficult was it going without some of those guys tonight? You know, uh, you just got to play the next man up. Stuff happens, you know, you just got to go through it. That's the nature of the game, you know. You know people are going to get injured, you know, things happen. People have to miss games and stuff. And, I mean, you just got to play the next man up. You know, we were confident in those guys, so. Where did, where did things go south today for you guys, do you think? Uh, you know, I just feel like LSU executed better than we did. You know, they, they did their jobs better than we did, and yeah, that, that happened, so. How frustrating is it to be back in the same spot, have a good year, and come to a playoff game and stumble like you guys did? Yeah, you know, it's it's incredibly frustrating for sure. You know, just all the hard work that we've all put in, you know, this whole season, you know, starting in January. But, uh, you know, I second. I don't know. Can you kind of describe this season with the ups and the downs that you guys have had? Just 
How would yeah, you, when you look back on it, just you know, I'm 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 incredibly proud of this team for sure. You know, you know they've they fought through a lot of hard stuff this year, and they've done a really good job. You know, I love everybody on this team. I wouldn't trade this team for anything. So you know, I'm you know I'm, I'm really proud of how this team played this season. What about for you? Also taking on more of a leadership role this year. What was that like for you in, in that experience? Uh, you know, it was it was a good experience. You know, I, I enjoyed being a leader on this team for sure. So, uh, yeah. How does this feel, you guys, moving into the off season? Uh, you know, you're just gonna look back at it, and you know, you don't want to be in this position again. So you're gonna do whatever it takes to you know stay out of this position. Do you have a decision to make about your future? Uh, I haven't made one yet. No. Jalen had a pretty unique thing coming in this year. What did you think about what he's able to do just in his one year here and? Uh, just all that he's been through. Yeah, you know, I'm, inc- I'm incredibly, incredibly proud of Jalen. Uh, you know, he did a great job for us. You know, he was a great leader for us. So, uh, you know, I'm really happy. You know, I got to be part of his football journey. And he was a part of mine. So, uh, it's, that's it. There you go. That's uh, Creed Humphrey's postgame thoughts. What are you uh, – he's got an interesting decision to make. He certainly is good enough that if he wants to go to the draft, he can. But I'm not convinced he is. What do you, what do you think? I don't know. It's it's interesting because I hadn't seen a whole lot of mock drafts that had him in the first round throughout the season. But here recently, I stumbled across a couple that had him going in the 20s in the first round. Um, that's a decision. You know, if, if you're if you're a first round player. Um, and, and not every guy that's put into a first-round mock draft ends up getting drafted in the first round. We all know that. But um, if if you get good information and they feel like you're a good potential for a first-round pick, then uh, that's a tough spot. You know, I think that Creed might be a little bit different. He's, he's an Oklahoma kid. Uh, he, you know, Sooner fan growing up, knows – uh, you know what the program is about. Uh, it mean I think it means a lot to him to uh, to be a Sooner. Not that any of the other guys don't, but I think it's different. Maybe when you grow up, yeah. you know, in the shadow of the stadium. So I don't know. It, it's interesting. It it would not shock me if he stayed. I'll say that. Which usually a, a guy that's getting a first round grade, sure. you feel like it's. You know, it would be shocking if they stayed. There but, are some guys you'd be shocked if they decided to stay. Right. CD, I'd be shocked sure. if CD stayed. We'll take a break. we got Kenneth Murray coming up next. 63-28, the final tonight in Atlanta. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Hurts has him. Looking to throw. Steps up in the pocket. Rolling left. Wants to run it himself. Got to get to the corner. Turns it up. Dives for the pylon. He's definitely got the first down, and he's got the touchdown. You're listening to the Bud Light Post Game Show. Saturdays are better with a crisp Bud Light at your tailgate. Keep it crisp, Oklahoma, and please drink responsibly. Let's go back down to the locker room. Kenneth Murray standing by. Canine, can you kind of take us through your your emotions, the feelings right now, the frustration? I can't really describe it right now. Um, frustrated, extremely frustrated. You guys never stopped fighting. No, kept scratching and clawing, even you with the with the injury. What was the the key to making sure guys didn't get their heads down tonight? You know, I, I just wasn't ready to stop fighting. So 
Um, I mean, that's, that's that's what we did. That's what I did. I mean, um, and didn't play well enough. Um, I mean, that's that's it. I mean, I'm not gonna sit in front of these cameras and, and make any excuses. Um, extremely frustrated. That's that. Describe your season. Uh, as a defense, or my my yeah. personal. Yeah, deep. Um, uh, I think, you know, it's, it's we came a long way. Um, extremely proud of you know um, from where we started from and to get to where we are now. Um, definitely think it's um, you know definitely night and day from where we were this time last year. Um, but um, it's still we still got a long way to go. In your three seasons here, can you kind of describe how much you've grown and what your legacy is as of right now? Uh, I think um, um, I think I've grown a lot. Um, I put my heart and my soul into this defense. I think that's all that matters. Was this your last game in another uniform? I don't know. Can you take us through what Brian Odom has meant to you and how solid that bond has been? Uh, I mean, that guy, the best coach I ever had. He's the greatest linebacker coach in the country. Family to me. And... He got me to become what I am today. And it doesn't get better, no better than the way Coach Odom coaches, the way he approaches the day-to-day. I love him to death. That's Kenneth Murray, obviously an emotional Kenneth Murray. And, uh, Teddy, I know this is a young man you're very fond of. No, he's he's fantastic. He's... um, you hear this a lot. You, you wish you had uh, 50 Kenneth Murrays. You know, you hear coaches say that all the time, but it's the it's the total truth. He approaches every part of the game full on. Wants to be great. Wants isn't afraid to do what it takes. Put in the work, the hours, the film study, uh, diet, whatever you ask him to do, he'll do it, and uh, he won't complain about it. And uh, he's got a ton of talent, you know. He's he's got all the tools, you know. He's uh, he's a big kid. He's he's fast. He can run. He's going to test great at the combine. So, uh, <laughs> watching him from his true freshman year to this year has been, I mean, mind blowing. He was thrown to the wolves early on, and you know, not a lot of direction with the defense and, and where exactly they they were going and things were different week in, week out. And it was just, it was tough for him, you know, and his sophomore year was tough too. He had uh, a lot of games where he had a ton of production, but it was still tough. So, you know, w- this year has been a totally different player uh, with some of the things that he does. So, you know, I think he's got a, a great future ahead of him. I think he can 
he can be a really good player at the next level. Like I said, he's got all the tools. So, um, you know, he's one of those guys where I I think he's going to leave. I think he's, you know, he's got a first-round grade. I think he'll test really well. But it wouldn't shock me if he stayed, which, you know, I, I don't think there's a – Does a night like tonight make a guy more inclined to stay or leave? I guess it depends on the yeah, guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. That's. I, I think it depends on the guy. Depends on their. Um, like you heard, his relationship with his coach means a lot. Yeah. So, to walk off the field, feeling the way you do tonight would, I think, make you want to come back and and spend another year with your coach. So, I mean, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Part of the the decision that a lot of these guys have to make may depend on how they feel about what's coming back around them. And a part of that might very well be Spencer Rattler, who got to play late in this game. We'll hear from Spencer Rattler coming up next. We've got Pat Fields, Braden Willis, Lincoln Riley, Nick Basquin all coming up as well. 63-28, LSU wins the Peach Bowl. This is Souter Football from Learfield IMG College. Burrow's got it back to pass. Looking middle, looking right, looking back middle. Now he's backpedaling. Steps up in the pocket, tries to run. Ball's loose. Knocked down by Redmond. Still on the turf. Scramble, diving for it. I think the Tigers got on top of him. 63-28. LSU wins the Peach Bowl. Let the debate begin. Let the uh, contest begin for the starting quarterback spot for 2020. Tanner Mordecai and Spencer Rattler expected to be the two guys who compete. Rattler Played tonight, Mordecai did not. Not sure what to read into that, but Spencer Rattler, who we haven't heard from a lot this year and not on our broadcast at all, is downstairs with Chris Plank and the media. You know, obviously not the result that anyone wanted today, but Spencer Rattler joins us. What was it like to be out there in those final few moments just to get your feet wet? Uh, it was fun. Uh, learned a lot from it. Um, you know, like, like you said, uh, the game didn't go how we planned, but uh, we're going to learn a lot from this and shake back. Overall, for, for you, what was this experience like in 2019, you know, to kind of sit and learn and, and really immerse yourself in the system? What was that experience like? At first, it was very different for me, but throughout the season, I learned a lot, started to come uh, content with it. Uh, just soaked everything in I can and learned from all these older guys, and it's been a blessing. What about having guys like Jaden Hazelwood out there and Theo Weiss? Have you been able to create some pretty good chemistry with them? Uh, most definitely. Uh, we're trying to get that chemistry right for, for you know, when our time comes. And I never know when it is, but uh, we're just trying to get that chemistry right to help the team out. It's a fun week, bowl week, because we finally get to talk to you when we haven't had an opportunity. But can you take us through what you learned from Jalen this year and what that, that has been like for you? Um, he's a great leader. Uh, I learned a lot from him on the leadership side how he handles himself on and off the field, uh, his work ethic, and you know, a lot of things like that. And then uh, can't wait till next year, but uh, great job today. Yes, sir. Thank you. What do you, uh, what do you think, Ted? What's it going to be next year? Well, I, you know, uh, Spencer Rattler, what I've seen of him, he looks, he looks pretty good. What I've seen of Mordecai looks pretty good. So, honestly, I don't know. Um, Is there anything to be read into tonight? I don't know. I Tanner, wish I, I wish Mordecai's I could answer been that. the backup all year long, and it was trash time, no doubt about that. But mm -hmm. Rattler was the one that went out there. I think that does mean something. I, you know, I, that's the spot you put your backup quarterback in, right? I mean, I you usually don't put a a freshman in at that spot. You know, I mean, it's it's something rare. So 
I would say, yeah, it means something. How much? I have no idea. No idea. It'd be interesting to know. I mean, I'm sure Lincoln will be asked about this or probably has by now. Um, it, the, the possibility, I assume, exists that the backup quarterback position changed at some point. And we just Oklahoma played so many close games down the stretch that we never knew it. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe it's just a fact of, hey, uh, we don't have to worry about his red shirt being burned anymore. Let's get the kids some yeah. action in the Peach Bowl. And it's as simple as that. But um, this is not a day and age where we don't try to read too much into everything. So I'm sure we'll spend an entire offseason speculating on the final three minutes of this game. tonight. No, I, I, there's no doubt about that. Uh, it, it, for everyone that says, well, I think Mordecai's probably got the, the edge going into this thing. Well, then tell me why he didn't play that's right. in the Peach Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's I exactly feel like what most we're going to do. Most people believe that Rattler's going to be yes. the guy next year. I, most people have believed Rattler's going to be the guy next year since he arrived on campus mm-hmm. or even before that. So, yeah, I agree. Quickly back downstairs, Nick Basquin. Toby, the uh, locker room is opened up. We're here with Nick Basquin. Um, obviously a frustrating finish, but this team, the fight they showed this year, pretty pretty wild, pretty special season, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, a lot of people counted us out, especially as many guys as we had to replace from the previous year. And just to get back in contention and a position to compete for a national championship is a pretty successful season. Guys, you personally, you never stopped fighting. It's almost as if this team kind of embodied you this year where they never stopped fighting. They never gave up, did they? Yeah, um, I think we have a lot of guys that have stories that not many people know or they may know, but that just took a spirit of our team is just to never quit uh, fighting and just keep going and then good things will happen. You know, Nick, I know that there'll be time to reflect, but um, what an incredible journey for you. I know this isn't the way that you wanted it to end with this result, but I mean, pretty special ride for you personally too, wasn't it? Yeah, for sure. Just doing something that may seem just common because we get to that spot uh, as a team, but understand how rare it is to compete for a national championship almost every year. I've been been here and all the championships we won, five straight, I mean, that's unprecedented. Along with just being able to live my dream of being an Oklahoma Sooner, um, I can't I can't thank the university enough. And then I'll, I'll leave you with this. What about the future of this team? What about this receiver position? I, I know Drake's waiting on the cutters, I think. So, uh, overall, how do you feel about the future of this team? Um, the sky's the limit. They got a bunch of young, talented guys. Like Drake, you said, he's going to. He's got a bright future himself. And then, of course, the three that incoming freshmen that came in this year amongst the guys that have already been here. Um, it's going to be a deep, deep position, a deep group that will be talented uh, for years to come. Amen. Congratulations. Thank you. Inspiring young men right there. Nick Baskin yeah. had a, uh, a fascinating career. He overcame multiple injuries, uh, had a huge touchdown in the Big 12 championship game, threw a touchdown pass in Bedlam this year, played a ton this season and a great young man yeah he's factored in for a long time Mm -hmm. i mean he's made some some big plays he's never been the number one go-to guy but he's always been an important part of the offense third down basquin quick look at our janikin clean sweep of scores from around the country update from the fiesta bowl ohio state leading clemson 10 nothing about midway through the first quarter. We'll keep you updated. Janie King is your king of clean. We'll take a break. we got Lincoln Riley coming up soon. The Peach Bowl goes to LSU, 63-28. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. 
on the Sooner Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College, Sooner Football has been brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Find an agent for your auto, home, and life at shelterinsurance.com. And by Taco Mayo, fresh ingredients built to order. Also brought to you in part by Holston Tax Resolution and Accounting. By Raising Canes, Travis Watkins. And by Pizza Hut. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. You can send your questions to AskSooners at OU.edu or tweet them to at OU on the air. It's time to talk Sooner football. Two H-backs at a tight end. Wide left field weeks from the one. Hertz looks back at the sideline. Now he's ready. There's the snap. Hitch right. Pledger puts his head down and he walks into the end zone. Peach Bowl is over. LSU advances to the national championship game. A 63-28 win tonight over Oklahoma. And it's time for our postgame interview with Lincoln Riley. Brought to you by Travis W. Watkins, Tax Resolution and Accounting Firm. Toby, uh, here with Lincoln Riley. All the media responsibilities are over. Um, I, I know it's been asked a thousand times, but overall, just uh, your thoughts on obviously what was, I'm sure, a frustrating night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we tried to blow those early, you know, and then just they made a run there in the second quarter, and we just couldn't get it stopped. Um, you know, just made a lot of uncharacteristic mistakes that you just can't make against good teams. And uh, they played well. You know, they made plays. You knew they were going to make plays, but some of the some of the mistakes we made just uh, you know, frustrate you. You know, they'll eat at you. You know, they do in every single loss. And, uh, you know, so proud of this team, you know, this group, what they've been able to accomplish, what they've been able to overcome. It's uh, It's been a fun team. It's been a hell of a year. What a ride, though, right? I mean, yeah. uh, pretty special season. Was, huh? uh, special ride, man. It's hard, it's hard to get here. So we're... Um, we're going to keep pushing. We're going to keep growing. We'll be back. And I know you. You're excited about the future, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. No, how could you not be? And, uh, you know, it's just going to keep getting better and better. And uh, it's been a historic run, but we're going to keep we're going to keep pushing forward. Thanks for still finding time for us, Coach. Of course. Thanks. Coach Riley's postgame interview presented by Travis W. Watkins, tax resolution and accounting, accounting firm. We solve IRS problems. We'll take a break. More post-game reaction and a look at the stats in this one when we come back. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. And the game is over as Ed Ogeron and Lincoln Riley shake hands. Final score tonight in the Peach Bowl in Atlanta. LSU 63 and Oklahoma 28. Let's go back downstairs. Chris Plank with Pat Fields. Pat Fields probably played more snaps than anyone this season. I know it was frustrating, but kind of where did you feel like things went wrong today, Pat? Um, you know, we we just, we just didn't make plays. Um, you know, we had, you know, there was there was times where there was 50-50 balls. You know, we didn't win those 50-50 balls, and then, um, you know, whenever we got down, you know, we. We, we did we let our energy go away um, you know whenever our energy is low you know we tend to play bad whenever our energy is high you know we tend to play well so you know our energy wasn't right so can you take me through now going forward you've had a year in this system you become a major playmaker what's your excitement level now going forward and I know you're frustrated now but but looking forward to the excitement level um you know we 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 improve uh, dr- dr- 
we we improved a lot, you know, this season. So, uh, you know, and, and you know, we, we could have played a lot better. You know, there's things that we beat ourselves today. But, you know, just the, just the ceiling of this group, this group of guys is incredibly high. You know, we have a lot to build on. You know, a lot of young guys played this year. We didn't have too many vets, so... Well, good luck on forward, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Pat. I appreciate it. Pat Fields, a sophomore, and uh, I know a lot of people, Teddy, uh, this is the natural time to kind of look forward. He said we had a lot of young guys. And, uh, when you look at this defense, obviously they made drastic improvements this year statistically across the board. Tonight's going to be held over their head a little bit, and uh, they didn't play well, but they were missing some guys too. But how do you feel about this defense going forward? I think there's, uh, I think there's some – some promise there. Um, I think at linebacker, we've got some some real promise between Deshaun White, Ryan Jones, Osamoa, um, Caleb Kelly coming back. I think that's a good solid group that they can they, they can find some guys. Uh, Benito and Aguebu are both really solid players. Uh, anxious to see really uh, what Aguebu where he ends up because. He is he's listed at six foot four, two hundred and thirty-two pounds. My guess is he's probably gonna fill out and be closer to two fifty by the time mm-hmm. he's done here. And maybe by the time we play Is he a Mike? Uh no, I don't I don't think so. I think he might be um I, I, I think he's he's probably in the right spot. Um I just I I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how they use him. You know, I think he could be a hand down guy. I think they could Go to a um, some of their their different looks. Maybe go to a four down type of look with him. I don't know. I, th- I think he's he's a really interesting player. But I think they're they're really solid there. I think Perkins is um, an interesting story. You know, he's he's going to miss next year. So I mean, he's but he's only going to be a junior. He's going to he's going to be a solid player for them. Um, we're going to be losing a bunch of depth on the defensive line. Uh, Q Overton's played a, a ton of football here. Um, Neville Gallimore's played a ton of football here. So we'll need to replace those guys on the interior. I think Stokes is good. I think Redmond's good. Those guys, you know, I, I think we'll have a good base there. But that middle spot is going to be interesting. We're losing all three of our rotational guys. They're all seniors. So we'll see what happens there. They got a couple um, of JUCO kids they're bringing in that they hope yeah. can play right away. Um, the the real question is on the back end. I I think that you know the safety spot is clearly where they need help and they need depth. I think Robert Barnes redshirting was really smart. I think he needs a full off season. You remember whenever the coaches first came in. He didn't practice this spring because of that hamstring injury he got in um, in the previous bowl game. So he missed all of that time. And if you're not there, number one, he missed a lot of practice time to try and get better. But number two, he's out of sight and out of mind for the coaches. And by the time he tries to come back in, there's guys that have, the rotations are already set. And it's just I think he needs to a, a full year with a clean slate. He's a big kid. Um, you know, I think they could play him at some different spots. I think he'd be a good nickel, honestly. Um, you know, we don't ask our nickels to go man-to-man just a whole heck of a lot. You're playing zone a lot. You're asked to be inserted in the run game. So, I think I think he makes a lot of sense there. Um, but 
I don't know. We'll we'll see. The the secondary they need some depth. They need some guys to really improve over the the next spring, summer, and they need some of the young guys that they that they've got coming in this this recruiting class to to make some big strides right away. They lose Motley who was playing really good at the end of the mm-hmm. season. Jaden Davis I think showed some promise this year. Yeah. And the return of Trey Norwood could be bid for them. No, next he, year. there's no doubt about that. He if you listen to the coaches, uh, he was by far their best defensive back all around. The best tackler, the best blitzer, the best cover guy. He was all of it. So when they lost him, that was that was huge. So, yes, getting him back, I, I, I had forgotten about that. Getting him back will, will be fantastic. Still more postgame coverage ahead, 63-28, the final tonight in Atlanta. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Sooner Football has been brought to you by MidFirst Bank, exclusive home of the OU Visa credit and debit card. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. And you're listening to the Bud Light Post Game Show. Saturdays are better with a crisp Bud Light at your tailgate. Keep it crisp, Oklahoma. Please drink responsibly. 63-28, the final LSU wins the Peach Bowl. Back downstairs, Chris Plank with Jeremiah Hall. All right, Toby, down here with Jeremiah Hall, first of all. Um, take us through kind of the, the frustration of today and what you felt like went along today. Um, you know, I felt like the beginning of the game, it was tough. Looking from the outside in, I mean, they're both they're a great team. We're a great team as well. They were making uh, plays. We were making plays. But uh, towards there, towards the second quarter, we just got away from doing our job. You know, that was just simple as that, you know, blown coverages and uh, blown assignments on offense. And um, the rest kind of just went down here from there. But. I like the carry. When you got that opportunity to run the football, you made something happen. Was it nice to be like a little spark during this game today? Uh, You know, I'll tell you now, like I said before, every time I get an opportunity, I'm going to take advantage of it. So, of course, uh, I was glad I could make something happen. Hey, I think that the common thread with everyone we talked to has been the future. You're a guy that's coming back. How do you feel about the future of this team? You said who's coming back? Yeah, with you coming back, kind of the the future of this team, how do you feel overall? I'm counting on you, man. (laughs) Well, me as uh, the rest of the guys, you know, it's, it's, it's simple. You know, it's just time to get back to work you know um we appreciate the seniors obviously everything they've done for us but uh those guys that are coming back um a new year so you know today is uh it hurts but um tomorrow will be a new day good luck man thank you thank you jeremiah hall uh, let's quickly pause 10 seconds for station id this is sooner football from learfield img college teddy do the same thing for me on offense we did on defense last segment look ahead to next year who's back how do you feel about the offense well i think it's going to be telling to see what Creed does. He's our best offensive lineman. He's the anchor of that that group there at the center. Um, I think we I think we still got a, a ways to go on the offensive line. Um, you know, I, I think there's some star power with uh, with Ely. Um, you know, it, you'd like to see Swenson stay healthy. You know, he was banged up the entire season. Gosh, what a miserable uh, year he had. He's in pain the whole time. So. Um, if if Creed comes back, you, I feel feel really good about the offensive line. Um, I think running back, we're we're going to be stacked. We're going to have tons of guys there. You know, the problem there is who are we going to decide to give carries to? Kennedy Brooks obviously is going to get a big bulk of them. He's been reliable for two years now and is outstanding. I think wide receiver is going to be stacked. I like what we've got at the um, the H back spot with. 
Hall with uh, Willis at, at the tight end and with Stogner at tight end. So I think everything offensively looks like it's going to be, you know, aside from losing C.D. Lamb, you know, you're you're going to be great. You got almost everyone coming back. What do you think Trey Sermon does? Um, I I mean, I would guess he'd be back. I mean, I, I don't I don't know what he would he won't have a very high NFL grade, so it'd be a shock to see him declare for the NFL. Sometimes guys do that and say they just want to go ahead and make that jump, even though it may not be a high draft pick early on, but. I expect he'll be back after coming off an injury. You know who deserves a, a tip of the cap um, before we end this season is Lee Morris, yep. who came in a, a walk-on and an afterthought and wasn't a part of anybody uh, really a couple of years ago other than a practice player. Any of the thoughts about this team? And he worked his way into a scholarship first and then became a legitimate big-time weapon the last couple of years for this team. And when Grant Calcaterra was unable to go this year, he became a uh, a starter, and uh, I don't think he had a catch tonight, did he? He, in, he no. I don't think he had a catch. He ends his career with 27 straight first down catches. Last 27 catches of his career were all for first downs and or touchdowns. Um, but what a nice young man and a good story he is. No, he is. He's He's been great. You know, I, it'll be interesting to see what the leadership on this group is like. like if, if, if Creed is gone – yeah, and CD's gone, and Jalen's gone. I mean, you don't lose a lot of guys, but those are your those are your, really your three leadership guys. And you got a, a young quarterback, whoever it is, young quarterback, and really, it's going to be a, a fairly young core around them. You know, uh, so I don't know. That's point. interesting. All right, we'll take a timeout. Final segment here, I believe. My math was right from Atlanta. When we come back, this is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Sixty-three twenty-eight. the final, our final segment here from Atlanta, Georgia, the Peach Bowl. Let's take a look at our final stats brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Mex. We won't linger on these too long. Oklahoma tonight, 322 total yards. LSU, 692. Individual numbers, Joe Burrow, an historic night. 29 of 39, 493 passing yards, seven touchdowns. He was sacked once. Chris Curry, their leading ball carrier, 16 carries, 89 yards. Justin Jefferson, 14 catches for 227 yards and four touchdowns. The uh, Bolitnikoff Award winner only had two, Jamar Chase. Yeah. Um, they gave him a carry, though, big carry he had out of the backfield. That was interesting. But, yeah, that, that was interesting. You know, I feel like, you know, they definitely w were going to have it in their game plan and made a point to attack whoever was going to be playing Turner Yale's spot. But I don't think they expected to have the type of success that they had with it. And essentially, that's what the game ended up being, is that's really all they did. And, I mean, it doesn't feel like they <laughs> they ran about five different plays. You know, they'd run that, that tight bunch with the takeoff uh, where the safety had to cover Jefferson, and then they'd go empty and spread it out and put him in the slot where the safety came down to cover him. They ran a couple of different inside zone plays, and that's really about it. I mean, they didn't do a whole lot of things. They just constantly kept going back to that. They had those guys in, in tough spots, and there was too much time for Burrow 
to let those routes get all the way downfield to where those those player those defensive back safeties were trying to make those plays with their back to the football against really good wide receivers is a tough spot. So uh, kudos to, to LSU for getting the job done. Jalen Hurts, 15 of 31 tonight, 217 yards, no touchdowns, one pick. He was sacked twice. He was the leading rusher, 14 carries, 43 yards, and two touchdowns. And a C.D. Lamb, four catches for 119. Uh, Justin Broyles, the leading tackler tonight for OU with 11. Washington, Woody Washington finishes with 10 tackles in this game and came in uh, early second quarter. Uh, there's a young man to keep an eye on. Unfortunately, I think tonight blew his red shirt and uh, he'll lose a year because of that if the math works out right. But uh, we'll see going forward. I, they may appeal that. Our final stats brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Mex Fresh Ingredients. Built to order. Teddy, your mid-first bank player of the game? CD. I think you got to go with CD. He was, he's kind of one of the bright spots out there. There weren't a whole lot of them. But uh, whenever they targeted him, he, he was definitely a factor for us. So. Uh, he's going to be a tough one to replace. I know we got a lot of good guys there at wide receiver, a bunch of young, exceptional talent. But CDs, you know, he's not going to be forgotten. He, it, we've had a really good run of wide receivers come yeah. through here, uh, not just in recent years, um, you know, all time. And he's going to be right up there with with the all time greats for sure. Who's next will be the interesting question That's going right. into next year: Rambo or Hazelwood? Or we Sir Bridges, MidFirst Bank, premier partner of OU Athletics and your exclusive home for the OU credit and debit cards. Go to midfirst.com slash Sooners for details. MidFirst Bank is true to your money. Let's take a look at this week's upcoming Sooner Athletic events. The OU men's basketball team back in action on Monday night. They are at home in the Lloyd Noble Center for a 6 o'clock tip-off against UT Rio Grande Valley. It's the final pre-conference game one week from today. The Sooners open Big 12 play again in Norman as Kansas State will come to town. Our pregame coverage for you on Monday night starts at 5.30. This look at upcoming OU events brought to you by Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of OU. And we would be remiss when we, uh, before we sign off if we didn't give a uh, one more, I uh, hope you get better, Coach. Coach Merv not with us, obviously, on this trip. And uh, we talked about that in the pregame extensively, but um, I doubt he's listening anymore. I'm sure he has gone to bed he might have turned it off in the third quarter <laughs> I'm not sure but our prayers continue to go out to uh, coach for a speedy recovery and we look forward to him rejoining us uh, very quickly a couple of other stats from stats Kelly CD Lamb finishes with 62 catches for 1327 yards this year Jalen finishes with 53 touchdowns too shy of Sam Bradford's record of 55 Jalen finishes with 3,851 passing yards on the year and 20 rushing touchdowns, which ties Jack Mildred's single-season record for a quarterback. Gabe Burkich, no field goal attempts tonight, but he did make extra point, which means it was a perfect season. Did not miss a field goal <laughs> or an extra point all year, and he wasn't even the starter. Wasn't the, the starter. Began. Amazing. Uh, Drake Stoops, two catches tonight. Almost got him a touchdown. All right, man. Last thing to say of the year. What do you got? Nothing uh, groundbreaking. I mean, I, I I do think this was a a good season. I think it was a uh, obviously a disappointment to a lot of people, to the to the players, coaches, fans, and I know people are hungry for a national championship, at least a, an opportunity to play in one. So it, it is frustrating. I know it is, but. Um, we, as we just went through the core, we got a good group of guys coming back. 
Um, I think things are moving in the right direction, even though it's not going to feel like it tonight or probably over the coming weeks. Uh, but I do feel like we're in a good spot and um, like and trust this coaching staff, like and, and trust this roster. So we'll see. I mean, I, I, it's disappointing. And I think one of the, the toughest things for me is I, I wonder what the locker room is like right now because whenever you put an entire season on the line and you you go win a championship, you put yourself in a position to, to maybe go play for a national championship and you have to take some suspensions and go into a game when you're not at full strength. I mean, I that's got to anger some guys. Not that it doesn't mean that if if those guys weren't suspended, you win this game, you know. But it, it's it's got to be painful, frustrating, maybe even angering for for a lot of those guys in that locker room, um, you know, to to not have everyone and be full strength whenever they absolutely needed it. Great job, man. You have uh, gotten really, really good at this. Well, you guys make it easy. Really, I mean, really, really good at this. I, to the point where I'm a little worried we're going to lose you. So to what? To I don't know, ESPN I mean, or the pros or something. I'm so. not going anywhere. I, a monkey could step into my chair and do it better than I can. That's not true. You guys make it easy. I've listened to a lot of color analysts, and that is absolutely well. Not it means true. a lot. I Nicely appreciate done. it. Um, this uh, wraps up, and I'm not going to be all sappy. I promise. But this wraps up uh, the ninth season uh, in this chair for me and the ninth season as a team for Chris Plank and uh, Dennis Kelly and Greg Blackwood who jumped on with us in year one eighth I think for you Teddy is that right gosh has it been that long T-Row I think so I think you I think just the first season that we didn't have you um, first season for uh, uh, Drakey Drake Dyken yeah. new member of our team this year way way more than that for Tom Shores and Michael Dean and uh, Merv Johnson but um, I think the one thing that uh, what happened to Coach Merv last week kind of drives home is you don't take anything for granted. And uh, we're disappointed, like all of you are listening, but what a thrill it is to get to travel the United States with this group of guys and to get to do what we do. We all uh, wear it uh, with such pride. We take it as such an honor that we get to do this for Joe Castiglione and for this university and for, most importantly, you, Sooner Nation, and who knows what the future holds? So I don't want to ever just say, well, we'll re-rack it and try it again uh, next season. But uh, it has been a, an absolute delight again to uh, experience the comeback in Waco, a Big 12 championship, a victory in the Cotton Bowl, and another trip to the college football playoff with what, such an amazing group of men. And I look forward to getting to do it again, hopefully with each and every one of them come 2020. Teddy Lehman, Merv Johnson, Chris Plank, Gabe Eichard, Rufus Alexander, Michael Dean, Drake Dyken, Dennis Kelly, Greg Blackwood, Tom Shores, and Seth Summer helping us out all year long back in our Learfield IMG studio. Final score one final time from Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia in the Peach Bowl. It was LSU 63 and Oklahoma 28. Until Monday night with the men's basketball team back in Norman, this is Toby Rowland saying, Boomer Sooner, everybody. Sooner football has been brought to you by Homeland Grocery, locally owned by our employees, and by OU Medicine, number one in the field.
The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.